0: Listener supported, WNYC Studios. We created Work It three years ago to disrupt the disruption, to get female voices, a diversity of female voices, on the iTunes chart and behind the scenes. That was President and CEO of New York Public Radio, Laura Walker, delivering the opening remarks at Work It, a festival for women in audio. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and this is Work It, the podcast. We're bringing you a selection of talks and discussions from the live event. In 2015, the women of WNYC banded together to build the first ever conference for women in podcasting. Here, Laura shares the origin story of the festival and her passion for podcasting. Hello, how are you? I am so delighted to see all of you here today. What a powerhouse group of women we have here. There are women from 32 states, all four corners of the country. Uh, and that's just amazing. And we have participants from 12 countries, from Argentina and South Africa, Finland, Iceland, and from as far away as Australia and New Zealand. Welcome, all of you. We are so excited to be in L.A. Uh, this year for many reasons. One is that we kind of outgrew the space at the Green Space in New York, which held 100 people. Um, and today we have 600 people for all of today's activities and tomorrow. So uh, our, our wonderful sponsors at C- Pat Harrison said, why don't you move the this next year to uh, the West Coast and double the attendance? So we went from 100 to 600. We went six times the attendance, so that is great. And we are here in uh, Los Angeles in this uh, incredible space, which I'll talk about in a minute, but uh, there also be many women from L.A.'s own kind of film industry. Uh, being here means we get to hear from Nina Jacobson and Eileen Chaikin, women who get terrific stories to the silver screen and the little screen. Uh, Lena Waith will be here. What a speech at the Emmys, huh? Yeah, it was historic and moving and so well deserved. It was fantastic. And Kara Swisher is also uh, with us for this podcast festival, and she is one of my idols and one of the great women of tech and of journalism. Um, so I just want to tell you a little bit about this theater. So look around it, okay? This is an L.A. landmark, and it was part of the whole Broadway theater district uh, from that was just hopping in the 1920s, where movies were you know, premiered every night, and and, you know, people standing outside. But this one was built in 1927, and the inspiration for this space came from Mary Pickford. Remember Mary Pickford, who was the silent movie actress and turned kind of producer and entrepreneur. And she, along with Douglas Fairbanks, who became her husband, and Charlie Chaplin and D.W. Griffith, got together, and they wanted to create an independent movie th- movie company, one outside of the kind of uh, studio system of L.A. and and uh, create create something that was by artists for artists, and it was uh, United Artists. So they created United Artists, and they built two buildings, this theater, which was inspired uh, by a trip that Mary took with her husband Douglas on their honeymoon uh, to uh, Segovia, Spain. And she just decided that she would take that inspiration and ask an architect to design this space. And this became the United Artists Theatre. And the building next door, the Ace Hotel, was the United Artists kind of uh, you know, uh, big um, space for uh, all of the work that they did. And what at the time was the tallest building in all of Los Angeles. I don't know whether you can see it right now, but there's a mural up there. And on the bottom right-hand corner is Charlie Chaplin in a hat. So this is a space that has a lot of history. And its history is about artists uniting with artists. And so there's no better place to be than for our uh, podcast festival, which is women artists helping and uniting with women uh, artists, producers and directors and hosts, to create this new form. Um, And so I'm so delighted that we're here. Um, And I just want to tell you a little bit about why we started WorkIt. It it was several years ago, three or four years ago, there was a study that had come out that uh, looked at the top 100 podcasts. uh, And it said, you know, only 20% of these podcasts are hosted or co-hosted by a woman, 20%. And this was, you know, in the 2000s, right? Um, And what was happening was that podcasting was headed in the same direction as every other kind of entertainment medium um, with, uh, you know, flooded with men and, frankly, white men. um, And there were only 20%. So this was this emerging industry in the 21st century, but the gender gap was already taking hold. Um, you know, we had been going around in public radio and in radio and in audio calling this a golden age for audio, but unfortunately the gender dynamics were the same old story. Women were working on podcasting and in radio and in other fields, but they were working harder and longer just to keep up with funding, with distribution, with decision making. But we're changing that. We created Workit three years ago, to disrupt the disruption before the podcast industry went too far down that rabbit hole, to get female voices, a diversity of female voices, on the iTunes chart and behind the scenes. So, at the first Work It! Festival, I put out a challenge to all of the women and podcast producers in the room, um, that in five years, we would reach 50% of the top 100 iTunes podcasts. So, we have made some really good progress, um, but we knew that in order to achieve that goal as we said, okay, how do we do that? How do we get more women's voices and more women behind the scenes? We knew we had to uh, help women understand the production sponsorship, distribution, intellectual capital, capital behind the mic. We wanted women to have the opportunity to shape podcasting, direct its growth, create its future. So, if you were here yesterday and you heard Molly Webster talk about Maybe Land and these wonderful uh, you know, uh, visions of how to create a podcast or you heard Marianne and Emily uh, you know, talk about scoring. That's, that's what we knew that people wanted that women needed. Um, we also knew women needed to be inspired and have the confidence to lean in. So since then, women have flocked into this medium. It's amazing that with creativity, hard questions, uncomfortable answers, raw emotion, you brought intellect and smarts and humor. You brought yourselves, your superpowers, and your vulnerabilities in all your brave, ambitious glory. And at Work It!, we've aimed to create an environment which inspires you to find your idea, to visualize it, to get lost in maybe land, and to find your way to start a new podcast or to bring yours to the next level. And I'm so proud that we've made progress. There are many women that were at the first Work It!, um, who have begun podcasting. They had an idea on that first Work It and they began podcasting or they started a new podcast. Uh, Brittany Luce, uh, now at Gimlet. She started uh, that great uh, podcast, The Nod. Um, Lauren Ober, Ashley Ford, Christina Lopez. Wonderful, wonderful women. And the Another Round folks, they, I think they did one of their very first podcast live tapings at that first Work It. And look at them last night. What, a, what They really rocked. Um, and the numbers reflect the progress. So if you look around about at what you have done in this room, we're now at 33%. We started at 20, we're at 33. So let's give ourselves a hand. We have some momentum, but we also have some work to do. At WNYC Studios, I'm really happy to report that nine shows out of our 20 shows at WNYC Studios are hosted by women or co-hosted by women. That's 45%. Um, But it takes a village. Um, So I just want to see with uh, hands, how many people are part of a podcast studio or a group that has a portfolio of more than one? Wow, great. Okay, all of you in this room, I'd like to invite you to be part of kind of getting us all to the 50%. So take a look at your portfolios. Let us know where you are. Let's all try to get to at least 50% in the next year or two. If we can do it in this room, that will raise the level. Um, And so publish your stats, and let's all work to get to 50%. Um, Our sisters in the television industry can tell us a revolution doesn't automatically get women to the front lines. Consider these statistics statistics from the most recent boxed-in study by the Center for the Study of Women in television and film. Women comprise only 23% of all creators in the film and television industry. Yes, Shonda Rhimes, Ava DuVernay, Alana Glazer, Abby Jacobson, Mindy Kaling, Issa Rae, they're killing it, right? But really, only 23%? Across all platforms, cable streaming and broadcast, only 28% of women are directors, writers, producers, executive producers, editors, although that's better than it was last year. But we are going to set the—we're already setting the uh, the the benchmark in podcasting, and I want us to lead the way. Um, it's true that women owned the Emmys this year with best comedy, drama, and limited series all going to shows dominated by female characters. Wasn't that amazing? And they deserved it. <laughs> This was a year when some really brave women were vocal also about the constant sidelining of our voices and their truth, Ellen Powell in tech, Kamala Harris in politics, and Ariana Huffington in business, just to name a few. They used their positions and influence to speak for all of us, and there was pushback, but they counterpushed. And that's no small thing, because sometimes that's actually the harder round, is counterpushing. I'm sure every one of you have experienced that. You've struggled to speak your mind, you've been pushed, and you counter-push. And that's why I'm so proud of what's happening in podcasting, because we are counter-pushing. We're pushing and we're counter-pushing. Podcasting can truly be a medium defined as much by women as by men. And when I say women, I mean all women, a diversity of women, pitching in, sharing, and doing it together. Magic happened yesterday in this room, when you just are in a room full of women, learning together, being inspired, and I know that it will happen in the next two days. It is my greatest hope and expectation that it will continue to happen afterwards. I just want to tell a story. If any one of you uh, read The New Yorker last last week, um, they talked about Brittany Luce, who's with Gimlet's The Nod, which premiered this year. Um, Here's how The New Yorker described Brittany's experience at the first Work It conference. Luce heard about Work It, an invitation-only women's podcast festival put on by WNYC, and asked Alex Bloomberg, who's the head of uh, Gimlet, if if he could get her an invitation. And he did, and she went. It put me in the room, she said. The connections she made there were a big boon, she said. Luce and Eddings had been making for colored nerds in isolation. We didn't know anybody who made a podcast, Eddings said. Now they had momentum, and things happened quickly in all arenas. So you are in the room, the room where it happens, Okay? Make connections. Help each other. Help to build podcasting to be a reflection of the diversity of this great country. In podcasting, everyone in this room can create your own characters, tell your own stories. We don't have to be relegated to fitting ourselves into the roles that a group of male decision makers deems appropriate, sellable, or allowable. As Jessica Williams has said, podcasting allows African American women to be the stars of their own stories. Um, So just for a moment, turn to the person next to you and introduce yourself, okay? Because it is the power of the connection. I love that, I love it. Hello in the front row. Hi. Okay, okay, you're gonna continue doing that. This is what I love about women. You're, it's, okay, stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take these connections and you're going to run with them. I want you to share with, with the people that you've gotten to know and so many other people in this room, I want you to share your idea, whether you have an idea for a podcast or whether you have an idea of how to bring your podcast to the next level. What drives Work It is the promise that more women can play bigger roles in the podcasting movement moving forward. What drives this is very simply you and the connections you just made and that you will make. I want to echo the thanks for our sponsors, for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, thirdlove.com, Mac Cosmetics, for encouraging women to be their own true selves. And a special thank you to Cole if you uh, get to do that, uh, the uh, wonderful uh, kind of drawing that they're doing. it. If you get to have your face made up by Mac, please do it. It's great. And I also want to thank the Annenberg Foundation for funding scholarships for many women to attend this conference. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't give an incredible shout out to the team. You just saw Jennifer and Paula, uh, the team from WNYC Studios. Jennifer and Paula, Denise Bennett, yay! They are they are amazing. And you know, there are also two men behind the scenes from WNYC Studios. And I wanna give them a shout out, Ricardo and David. Yeah. Um, Just by a show of hands, out of curiosity, one of the things I love to do at WNYC is to invite women in and also then to see women who have left to see them blossom. So raise your hand if you've ever been associated with WNYC Studios. Look at that, it's just amazing. Thank you, and you are all, whether you're with us now or at, at other places, uh, carrying the torch. Um, and I also wanna give a thank, uh, big shout out to Jennifer Farrow from KCRW, who actually is traveling in Istanbul uh, today, and also Bill Davis and the crew at KPCC for co-hosting the public performances and for being your great, LA public radio stations, let's give him a shout out. That was Laura Walker speaking at the 2017 Work It Festival. Both the festival and the podcast are produced by WNYC Studios and are made possible by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with additional support from the Annenberg Foundation. Event sponsors include Cole Hahn, MAC Cosmetics, and ThirdLove.com.